Akwaba, welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast, bite-sized where you'll receive news, updates, discussion and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Last episode, we reviewed our successful playoff tie against Nigeria. Since then, the World Cup draw has taken place, which was the following day after our episode. The World Cup draw was the following day after our episode. So today, briefly, we're going to run through the opposition in our group before doing a proper scouts report before the World Cup. I and we want the average person, Ghanaian, to know what to expect in Qatar. The pros, the cons, the dangers and the opportunities. Our chances and the probability of success. So in Group F, we have Portugal, Uruguay and South Korea. Portugal qualified for the World Cup via the playoffs, beating North Macedonia. And Uruguay qualified for the World Cup out of the Column Bowl section, third behind Brazil and Argentina. And South Korea qualified for the World Cup out of their group behind Iran. Portugal are ranked 8th in the world and managed by Fernando Santos. Uruguay are ranked 13th in the world and managed by Diego Alonso. And South Korea are ranked 22nd in the world and managed by Paulo Bento. Portugal are captained by Cristiano Ronaldo, who has 186 caps and is an active top goal scorer with 115 goals. Uruguay are captained by Diego Godin, who has 157 caps, and their top goal scorer still active is Luis Suarez with 68 goals. Cristiano and Suarez both in the twilight of their careers. And South Korea are captained by Son Hoo Min with 98 caps, and their top goal scorer ever with 58 goals is Cha Bum Kun. Apologies for any mispronunciation. Let's run through some of the star players. Portugal. Portugal's star players are Ronaldo, as we know, Jota for Liverpool, Bernardo Silva for Man City, and João Felix, just to name a few. And Uruguay? Uruguay's star players are Suarez, who plays for Atletico Madrid, following a stint at Barcelona, Valverde, who currently plays for Real Madrid, and Cavani, again, in the twilight of his career, is currently at Manchester United. And South Korea's star players are, the ones that we know of anyway, are Son, Son Heung-min, who currently plays for Spurs. Some youth and experience in that list of names, all playing in some of the most exciting leagues in the world. The storylines for East Fixture. I thought this would be a little interesting, as most World Cups have a storyline. So the storyline for East Fixture for Ghana would be Portugal, featuring one of the world's greatest ever players in Cristiano Ronaldo. That would excite any Ghanaian or football fan. South Korea, let's have it right. This is where we can get three points, get some points on the board. And Uruguay, Luis Suarez, 2010, South Africa. And can we exact revenge and get some crucial points on the board? Let's go into style of play just a little bit. As I mentioned before, in lead up to the World Cup, we'll go into these things in a bit more depth. But here we are today. Fancy winners of Group F, Portugal, are probably more substance over style. Despite their hotbed of talent, they really struggled against Northern Ireland's Serbian qualification. They have some fabulous players, so their form going into the tournament, including an aging Ronaldo, will be key. Fellow Group F favourites, Uruguay, the epitome of substance over style. The South American Giants still have members of the 2011 Copa America win. They have some new blood and are, or, due a transition. This may be their last hurrah. Taking experience won't be questioned, but their performances will be. With new blood, will they be able to recreate the magic of 2010 and 2011? Who knows, we'll just have to wait and see. And finally, the unknown quantity in South Korea, just as Ghana will be to many in Qatar. But that's what makes the tournament so special. But Paolo Bento, who's been in charge for close to four years, will be taking a side experience off the back of competing in the 2018 World Cup, beating Germany. Now we've given some brief information of our foes in Qatar, what are our chances of success in November? We'll be outsiders in this group, but with the way we equipped ourselves against Nigeria, I fancy our chance of getting out of this group. I don't think Portugal or Uruguay are prime Portugal and Uruguay, with somewhat aging players as stars, and I think we should in theory have enough to compete with South Korea. However, never assume or be overconfident. Hence, this is why we'll be doing a full scouting report on all sides, so look out for that.
But before we go, our fellow African teams line up for the tournament as follows. In Group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal and the Netherlands. I fancy Senegal to get out of this group and I fancy them actually to win this group. I think Senegal are the outsiders for this tournament, by the way. Great going forward, strong at the back and I think they have a bit of strength and something about them in the middle of the park. Group D, France. Then there's the side still from the playoff to be decided. Denmark and Tunisia. Tunisia are fellow African brothers. Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco and Croatia. I like Morocco. I think they've got something about them going forward. So I fancy them to get out of that group as well. Potential group winners. Group G, Brazil, tournament favourites, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. Again, I think Cameroon actually performed very well in the AFCONs. And again, I fancy them to get out of that group. Well, just as Ghana, we'll review their chances of success closer to November. With our success in qualifying for the tournament, the World Cup, we'll be dropping an article in about a week or so titled, Who is Otto Addo? The man who masterminded our success into the tournament. We may recite this, but look out for it on our website. And before we go, I don't have too much information in regards to this, but the women's under-20s qualified for the World Cup, so that's fantastic news. So once I have more information in regards to that, I'll be sure to update you. Congratulations to all involved. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories as they unfold in the coming weeks. As always, if you've got any questions or queries, email us at teamgarnieu at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamgarnieu on IG or Twitter. Thank you, take care, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Ooh.